On this episode of the Traffic Club of Chicago podcast, we have Brian Vaughn, president of the Traffic Club of Chicago. Today, we'll be hearing Brian's thoughts on the Traffic Club, uh, including the benefits to members and sponsors, uh, new initiatives taking place, and his vision for the Traffic Club. So at this point, uh, welcome, Brian. I appreciate you being on the podcast today. Absolutely. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate it as well. No problem. Um, to get started, would you mind talking a little bit about your background and maybe why you decided to join the traffic club initially? Sure. You know, I, I'd been involved with the club since the early 1990s on and off. I first started working with Santa Fe Railway and uh, working there, it was a must uh, join when you started there at Santa Fe. Uh, and it was very rail dominated at the time. It, was, it still is to an extent in a good way. Uh, but working in the Chicago area um, was a great place to be at the traffic club, primarily for networking back then. It's evolved since then. Uh, but I've been involved either working directly for railroads or leasing companies or related services my entire career. And the traffic club has been a primary part for my club affiliations within the Chicago metro area in the transportation industry. That's great. Um, so you've been a, a member for a number of years. Um, and I know you said that you've been on and off uh, within the uh, club, but um, what made you, I guess, stay on? You said networking was one of the pieces. Are there other things um, that made you stay on at the club? And then also you've obviously taken some leadership roles within the club. What made you want to do that and help out there? Yeah, absolutely. There, um, You know, as we probably have all learned over our uh, school days and our careers, if you put your hand up, up enough times with suggestions, you uh, just might get picked to or asked to implement some of the points you're making. Um, That's especially true with volunteer organizations, as you know. Um, Mm -hmm. I decided eventually to run for the board after many years of being part of the club. And I, uh, you know, I saw a prestigious organization with a lot of opportunity, but that also needed to evolve in some ways. Um, As a club, I believed that we need to constantly be actively listening and checking in with our member companies and our members to know what value uh, they have or they need from the club, what value they see with the club. Um, Essentially, it's too late when you realize that you've lost members or you've lost revenue at that point to realize that you needed to pivot to a different uh, uh, approach with your membership. So I really wanted to define and find some common threads related to corporations and members value uh, as far as what they see in the club to better align our offerings uh, with that. Um, We have always been perceived as, uh, you know, as a bit of a stodgy organization for many, many years. So I was looking to get involved as a leader uh, to help to change that and to really start to market our club a little bit differently. Simply put, how do we sustain and grow our club in a you know, highly oversupplied market of other associations talking in the same membership? I think that's pretty critical. So I saw an opportunity to really roll up my sleeves and uh, work and aligning the traffic club to uh, and our club's mission uh, to our corporate members as well as our membership overall. And it's been time well spent. I've worked in various committees and uh, now in leadership roles and this year as my presidency inside the, uh, the club. That's great. So in, in some of the meetings, I know we've talked and, um, you know, whether it's board meetings or committee meetings, um, you know, what the mission is of the traffic club, what the traffic club stands for. 
And then also, um, you know, you earlier talked about networking as, as being initially one of the big things at the traffic club, but now we talk about the pillars of the traffic club. So maybe you could expand on um, what the traffic club stands for and, and those pillars that make the traffic club special. We took a step back and looked, took a hard look at our charter, our mission, our general goals and objectives. Again, aligning to our corporate members and our membership to understand, are we offering the right things? What are the pillars for us? And it really came back down to education and networking are definitely our largest pillars and, and success. And it's our mission, uh, the mission of our club. Scholarships and giving back to the community are also really important. That'd be the third pillar. Uh, we provide more than a dozen annual scholarships each year. I'm pretty proud of that. And we also give back to the community in the form of uh, various community projects um, within the Chicago metro area. We host over 20 events annually. A lot of people don't know that, uh, but we do in education and networking events, including our three marquee events, which is our annual dinner in May. And then we had our fall business development symposium just last month, uh, which was a great success. And then our upcoming annual holiday gala, which we'll close out the year with. Um, those are our primary pillars from a high level and then we have a lot of other detail underneath that yeah that's great and, and maybe i'll just uh throw out a plug now too um you know those listening if you do want to learn more about you mentioned the business development symposium or some of the other events um, feel free to reach out um, or go on the website and you can learn more too um, but uh, jumping back in um, maybe you could talk about also the benefits of being a member or a sponsor of the club and then also maybe what types of companies or industries are representative at the club and then um you know what maybe even job types some of the uh, members have sure um primarily if you look at our education events and what we offer in our networking events we host a wide variety of industry briefings seminars now podcast our business development symposium that i mentioned was uh, you know really catered to a wide variety of not just industry professionals, but shippers. We had panels of shippers at our business development symposium uh, from all um, verticals, including rail, including rail leasing and financing banks, uh, trucking, uh, other logistics companies. So we're really diversified and that's, that's an awesome thing for our club. Um, where possible, uh, we also tie in our education and, and networking events. A good example of that is at our holiday party where we're tying in an economist to come and provide an overview for the coming year and talk about the year that was. What we're looking to do is provide value for people to come to get a little bit of education anytime we can talk with them and they want to spend their time with us, but also craft it around um, high caliber networking events where we can. It's important that we keep these events affordable that's really key to make sure that not just for our members, uh, but also for our member companies that they can attend events and have their um, employees attend events in an affordable way. Uh, we take polls after every one of our events and survey our attendees after meetings to make sure that we've got uh, essentially we're offering the right events for them and hosting more meaningful events in the future. Um, networking is equally important. We have our annual dinner and golf outing in May. That's uh, nearly a thousand people attend our annual dinner or golf outings, almost um, over 350 people, depending on the weather. It was miserable weather this year and we had a, uh, over 300 plus people attend, which says a lot. Um, our Cubs outing was well attended and our various other networking events throughout the year 
really attract a high volume of logistics, transportation, and more and more we're seeing tech folks and banking uh, folks attend our, our events. Third party logistics is a high growth area for uh, our club. Um, the value in joining our club, I think you, you had mentioned that. Uh, mm -hmm. Besides education and networking, I found it really valuable for this, the high caliber networking that I have personally with other members of the club, people I've met, people I associate with, uh, within the industry that I probably would not have had a chance to meet. And you can do that all in one you know, setting with a lot of people at one event like the annual dinner, for instance, uh, just to get access to a lot of um, uh, individuals and managers and others that you might not have a chance to meet with. Uh, we sure. also have a robust uh, database of member companies that people can access for, you know, members can access. Um, there's, there's a lot of benefits to being part of our club. No, that's great. Um, well, so you mentioned that the networking has really helped you along the way. Maybe you can build on how personally and, and uh, for your career, being a member of the traffic club has, has really helped you out. It's about uh, being able to relate to someone in a way that's outside the of a business setting so they can truly start to understand and you can truly start to understand some of the folks that you work with. Uh, whether it's a Cubs outing, we had 75 people at a Salo Cubs outing in August where we could uh, root the Cubs and then for the Cubs and hang out a little bit and get to know them a little more. Or we can follow up afterward professionally and you, you know, you place a face with a name that you may have had or get a contact for somebody. That network alone has been invaluable for me uh, throughout the years uh, for just business opportunities, marketing and sales opportunity, or solving problems when I actually knew somebody that I could have as a resource to go and solve a problem outside my normal uh, traditional contact. Um, that alone, I've, I've also attended and been part of multiple dozen of education events. been really mm -hmm. helpful for me throughout the years. And we're growing education, as you know, uh, in a way mm -hmm. with uh, these podcasts and other ways. So just just awesome opportunities for folks around the Chicago metro area. We're also growing our reach outside Chicago. And I'll talk a little bit more about that um, maybe a little bit later. But there are so many benefits for those in the Chicago metro area to be involved in our club. Um, and I think we're seeing a lot of fruit of our labor and the way we're promoting it as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's. Um that's great, and I know that we've been growing. Um, but maybe also that builds into another question for me. I know we had a great year in 2019 for the club, um, with whether it's the events or new initiatives that we've taken on. Uh, maybe you could uh, talk about this past year and what we've done, and also build into what you're planning for 2020 and uh, any new vision or, or new initiatives you've got going forward. Wow, we've had a great year. You're right, and there's so many. Uh, things already planned for 2020. Um, just a lot of successes this year, uh, starting out in January and then moving right on through into our annual dinner in May. Talking about the annual dinner, I was thrilled to have the CEO of the Blackhawks, John McDonough, attend as our keynote speaker this year. It was really a great night. Um, we had hosted a night at the stadium, or Haw at the, you know, the Hawk Stadium last winter, which was a great event as well. So it was a great tie-in for us to, to associate with the Blackhawks. They're local, they're well-known, and John did a great job. Um, we had, I mentioned the Cubs event uh, as a networking event in August. It was a sellout for us, uh, just an awesome event. There, that 
we've had sold out basically every year, but it was really nice to network with people. And I got many positive comments from people saying that it was good for them just to be out in a very social environment and just um, focused on the, uh, the, the, the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just finished up with three events in November, including the uh, Marquee Event Business Development Symposium, which partnered or was hosted at the uh, DePaul campus, which is great. We received a lot of positive feedback on that, and I'm really looking forward to the holiday gala, the season-ending party for us at the Union League Club ne- next week. It's a great time to network and celebrate. Just to be thankful for the, for the year that was for 2019, and then we'll have live music and uh, we already have over 20 companies sponsoring the event, which is awesome. So for 2019, our membership is growing. You mentioned that. I had mentioned it earlier. But also our sponsorship is growing. Uh, so those are all great signs that we're being supported and the club is uh, seeing some recognized value from our members and our sponsors. We started a Young Professionals Committee in the recent years, and we've seen a lot of great growth from memberships and YPs. Uh, they're hosting fun events with a lot of energy. I attended one of those in November as well to close out their year. Uh, and they're hosting them throughout downtown uh, Chicago venues. So a lot of fun and a lot of energy. The average age of our membership is dropping, as well as the average age of our board of directors is dropping, uh, which is an awesome sign that our marketing and our event efforts are, are working. It's really critical, I think, to meet the needs of young professionals, those that uh, we consider young professionals are those at 40 years or younger, uh, if we're going to continue to sustain and grow our club. Um, a lot of other things happened in 2019, but we have a lot of momentum and great things happening coming up into 2020. Um, what we do in hosting events uh, the way we do, it's really important. We, I mentioned that we always want to tie in and listen to the need of our members, but how we promote the events uh, is equally important and where we promote the events is equally important for our club as well as our sponsors. We're putting a lot of focus on social media. And if you think about it, how much social media has changed the way we communicate and network with each other. Like in many cases, uh, there are social media media posts that are actually posted before an event ends. We saw that the young professionals, they would take a picture and it was posted up before the event ended. So we're adapting to change. That's been that way for a long time, but we were slow to adapt to social media. So we're putting up a big focus on marketing and social media into 2020. We're enhancing that uh, social media approach to make sure that our sponsors get the value from what they do in supporting our club, but as well as that we promote the good events that we're hosting Uh, each month, each year. Um, We're growing our partnerships and collaborations with uh, industry associations where it makes sense. Did that in 2019. It's a continued initiative in 2020. Uh, We're partnering with uh, universities like like Loyola University and other universities in and around Chicago, uh, which is is great. And that's a new initiative, as you know. Um, But we're also we're also looking to redesign our website. Why that's important is because we're looking to automate processes where it makes it easier for people to navigate and get value out of the site when they use it. So that's back-end things, essentially, to make it more user-friendly. So we're investing in our website, investing uh, in that platform. Um, We're working to enhance things on our website. We have a career center. It's not really uh, robust or used as much as it could be. So what does that mean? Well, we have a great opportunity as we think through this 
to provide value for our member companies and to provide value for our members, whether they're looking for a change in their career or looking for a job, that we can be a better resource and match for those, you know, the companies that might be looking and people that might be looking for or in resources that we might have available uh, access to. But we're also looking to enhance that to promote the scholarship recipients that we have and potential summer internships with, uh, with companies. So it's a real, there's a lot there for a volunteer organization to take on. And the worst thing is if you overcommit and underdeliver. So we're trying to be very diligent in the way we approach it by committee to make sure all of our committee goal, goals and objectives line up to our mission for the club on a quarterly and an annual basis. We've done a really good job of that in the last few years. But I think overall, transportation and logistics, it's really, there, it's just been such a dynamic industry. You think about railroading, a lot of people say, well, they don't understand what railroading is. Well, it's huge, right, to the economy of the U.S. and North America, railroading itself. But I'm really talking about the dynamic change that, you know, we're seeing uh, related to Amazon and Uber and intermodal and trucking and other things that are really changing the environment. Uh, we have meetings uh, this month and last month with several different startup of different freight companies and trucking companies who are really interested in our club. But just look at um, Uber alone, look what they're doing about launching Uber Freight or, and if, if you've seen it, the coming Uber Air Taxi, it's pretty exciting. That's gonna change the landscape for transportation and logistics. And that is being tested Uber Air Taxi in three markets in 2020 with a full-scale launch scheduled for 2023. So this Jetson type approach is actually, it's evolving, it's here. I see it in the next five years. And that will change the landscape for transportation and logistics. So we're cognizant of that, the traffic club is, and we're looking for ways to make sure we support that change within the industry and also just continuing the industry that we have with the uh, the membership as it is today. Yeah, that's great, Brian. I know it's an exciting time and, and I'm happy to be a part of it on the education committee. Um, the last thing I wanted to touch on too is, so as people are listening to this and maybe they wanna learn more about the traffic club, um, what social media outlets are we on? Um, how can they learn more about the club through the website or Waybill or you know other sources like that? Maybe you can touch on those pieces. Absolutely. So we, as a club, we meet 12 times a year for board meetings. We have 12 waybills a year that we put out on a monthly basis. Waybills is a summary, essentially, of what's happening with the club, things that have gone on uh, with the club for that month, and some of just reflection for the uh, the coming year, uh, the coming quarter, so to say. Uh, we're promoting ourselves on uh, all social media uh, outlets, Instagram, um, LinkedIn, Twitter, etc., just to make sure that people are aware of the things that we do and we're giving our sponsors as much uh, promotion as possible uh, because we value our sponsors and we value our members. So the big change for us in the last few years, it's uh, that is rolling up to, uh, social media is rolling up to a new committee under marketing. And marketing's primary goal is to make sure that our, our mission, our goals and objectives are aligned, again, uh, with the members and the member companies that we have. That's uh, that's great, Brian. Appreciate the info. Um, well, that's all I had. Is there anything you wanted to leave us with? I I it's been an honor to be 
part of the uh, traffic club, honestly, and be part of a great board. I'm really privileged to work with a lot of great people. We volunteer a lot of time to the club for good reason. Our meetings are energized. Our, our monthly board meetings are energized. There's a lot going on. I'm really excited about what we have upcoming for the you know, future years, 2020 and beyond. I think it's going to be a great year. We're closing out a great 2019. Uh, and I think we're open and um, really uh, looking to continue to adapt uh, to the changing market for transportation, logistics, logistics and procurement. So I'm very excited. It's been a great year. And I look forward to being part of the board next year and a little bit less busy overall. That's for sure. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, that's been this uh, episode of the Traffic Club of Chicago podcast. And I'd like to thank Brian Vaughn for uh, taking a few minutes out and, and talking to us about the Traffic Club. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate it.